If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal for anybody that wants to do this test. You can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com biome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. we got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so we will get to them in just a minute. But first, da 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 it's the first of the month. It's the first Thursday in February, so that means we have a winner for the free session with me, valued at $200. And it goes to uh, Kristen. And Kristen says, I love this podcast. I heard about Julie through the Wholesome Lotus Fertility podcast. And since then, I've been loving her show so much. Always so much fun. And you never know what's going to come up. No, that's for sure, isn't it? What she does is truly amazing. I want to learn these skills, too. So thinking of taking her course. Definitely need a private session with Julie. I'm on a fertility journey of my own and have so much to ask. Love from Sweden. So, Miss Kristen, you have won a free session with me. Please email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, and I will uh, we'll set up a date and time that works well for you, and then we'll take it from there, and you'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you'd like, and we can do a medical intuitive thing, we can do, gosh, I can scan your pet, we can talk to your dead grandma, we can do past lives, we can do spirit guides, angels, whatever, and it'll be a lot of fun. So, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. Those of you that want to enter the drawing, I do a free session each month. You have to do three easy things, and those are follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan, leave a review on my podcast at AskJulieRyan, at um, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, 
that's ratethispodcast.com, Julie, and sign up for my blog, which is a, a weekly newsletter that comes out at AskJulieRyan.com. So just those three easy things. Okay, let's go to the phones. And our first guest is Annette. Hi, Annette. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I am so good. I am so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you. Everybody, I was on Annette. Annette did a summit on fertility. Uh, what, Annette, about a week ago? Is that when it was up or, or a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it was It was a few weeks ago when um, we wrapped it up. But, yeah, it was a 26-day summit, and it's called Fertility and Spirituality Revealed. And we brought a bunch of experts, including Julie, together to talk about how we can enhance our fertility using spiritual means. And it was so amazing, Julie. We just, everyone loved your episode. No. Thank you for for your presence in that. It was so special. Oh, it was my pleasure. To be able to talk about that. Yeah. Well, you guys, you know when you meet somebody and the adjective that I use to describe Annette is just darling. She's just darling. She's, she's a fertility specialist. She's as cute as she can be. She's fun. She's kind. She's smart. She helps women from all over conceive, right? Tell everybody a little bit about what you do and, and how you work. Yeah, I would love to. So I work with women who are kind of They feel like they've tried everything and nothing has worked and they're about to either go to donor eggs or, you know, maybe they think that they just don't deserve to be a mom and that's just why it hasn't happened to me. So women that have lost hope and what I use are fertility mantras and fertility meditations to raise the energetic vibration of the woman and in Mm -hmm. doing that, it provides hope and all of a sudden she is a completely new person and then enters the realm of motherhood. It's like magic, you know? So I actually have a program that's called Magic Mama Mantra because it's all about using the mantras to to bring yourself into a new energetic state of being. And it's just amazing how much the spiritual side can really affect the physical world. Well, there's always an emotional component. Yeah, there's always an emotional component before there's any kind of medical thing happening. And uh, we know that regardless of what it is. But but the thing that that I'm learning, because I'm finding there's a lot of infertility stuff going on out there in the world, is that moms are older when they're getting ready to, to start their families, right? And yeah. uh, and there there are a lot of my my husband would say opportunities not challenges but my husband would say opportunities because of their age and stress that they're under with their work and other things like that are you finding that that's the case with your clients and your patients absolutely you know some women don't even realize that they actually want to become a mom until they're 40 41 42 when they feel mm-hmm. like that choice is going to be taken away from them All of a Mm -hmm. sudden, they say, holy cow, what have I been doing with myself the last 10 years of my life? I need to have a baby now. And then they don't realize (laughs) that it's not as easy as they thought it would be. And then that's when the journey begins. Yeah. Yeah. And so what what would you say is the average age of your client base with whom you work? I would say it's right around 40. 
because okay. there's um, many, many in the thirties and then also many in the forties. So yeah, it, it's, it's right around 40 is, a, is the average age. And that's going to be great, their first it's a great time that 40 is a great yeah. time to try to get pregnant because you've already done so much and you are so ready at that point that you can mm-hmm. really enjoy your motherhood experience. It's not like mm-hmm. you're in your 20s and, you know, starting to, you know, become someone and focus on the career and, and you're like the little person on the totem pole. You've already done all that by the time you're 40, you know, right. so you can really move into motherhood with much more enjoyment. And it's like, you're so ready for it. So I did you go to become, oh, so sorry, did you go Julie. through any of that yourself? Did you have any issues with your, you know, yourself when you had, I know you have this darling, she has this darling son who's what, <laughs> how old is he? Five? He, he just turned four. He just four. turned four. Yes. Oh, he's Yeah, character. actually, that's exactly, that was exactly my story. You know, I, um, you know, I turned 40 myself and just said, okay, oh my God, I, I want to have a family, you know, and, and, um, I wasn't even, I didn't even have a partner when I turned Mm -hmm. 40 and I put all of my manifestation techniques to work. And within nine months, I was living with my boyfriend and had just conceived after Mm -hmm. I set the intention that I want to have my family. And, you know, I, I was already a healer and a holistic practitioner with Ayurveda, Nam Yoga, Universal Kabbalah, you know, ancient healing techniques that I had been studying for many years and practicing a massage therapist and energy healer as well. And so when I decided I wanted to become, to have my family, I just put all my attention and focus on that. I developed my own plan and that's the plan that I use to help women today. Well, obviously it worked for you and I know it's worked for lots of your, what do you call them? Clients or patients? Probably clients. Yes, 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 clients. And exactly. and do they need to be with you in person or can you do it remotely? Well, that's a great question. I do everything remotely right now except for the clients who are in Miami and they come to do fertility massage with me. So if, if I'm in Miami, so the ones who are here can get that service here, but otherwise I do everything else remotely. My coaching sessions, I also offer self-healing um, at a distance. It's called Harmonium at a Distance. I do that through Zoom. Everything I do through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And if, if there are people that are listening, Annette, and they want to watch the summit, how can they do that? Can they still watch it even though it, it happened last month? Yes. Yes. They can go to fertilityandspiritualityrevealed.com. And the other place where they can go is my my name is my, my website, which is AnnetteFigueretto.com. Mm-hmm. And spell, both places spell Figueredo for everybody. Spell Figueredo sure. for everybody. And, and that is A double N E double T E, and Figueredo is F like Frank, I G U E R E D O dot com. Okay. All right. Well, I should say and that's F like fertility. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And so you can find Annette on her website and find all the things that she does and and sign up. If you're thinking of having a baby or you know somebody that is, you can you can send them to Annette's website. It was really an honor when you asked me to be on that 
a summit for me because I don't specialize in fertility by any means. And I, and I was just so honored to be included in that. Oh, Julie, we loved having you there and just how you were able to scan the body to see what's happening with the ovaries and the tubes and how you're energetically able to tap into the body of a woman is amazing. It's just amazing. And I, I see that you're going to be doing more fertility in your work and in your practice. I am doing women a lot more fertility. Yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah. I have more and more of that. Well, thanks so much, Jeanette, for joining us. We're going to take you, a quick, Julie. you bet. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get another caller on and see what their question is. Stay with us, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Fiona. Hi, Fiona. Hi there. How are you, girl? I'm all right. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I am calling in from Spain. Oh, my so, gosh. What time is it yeah. there? It's the middle of um, the night. Yeah, just um, coming on to 2.30 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you yeah. for staying up to talk with us. You got oh, a question for me? I set my alarm, got myself up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, the nice so thing is... I miss the opportunity. We can talk to you in your jammies and it doesn't matter. You you know, you can have exactly. crazy hair and nobody's going to see you. <laughs> yes. So fun. Well, you got a question for me? I do. I have two, but hopefully um, you can help me out. Um, well, my, my dog actually um, has been diagnosed with osteosarcoma. So it's bone cancer in, the, in her back oh, leg. Oh. Um, and I've been for many, um, diff I've been to many different vets asking for advice, um, on what the best treatment option is for her basically. And I don't know what to do and I don't know what the right mm -hmm. thing is to do for her. Um, mm -hmm. and I don't, I'm going to start crying now, but I just want to do the best for her so she's not in pain. And whether Does she I'm seem sure. to be in pain? Does she seem to be in pain, Fiona? Uh, at the moment, yes. It seems okay. that it's rapidly growing and getting oh, worse uh, week oh, to week. Um, okay. And, yeah, the treatment options, they basically tell me um, do nothing and she's she will survive for one to two months. Um, do amputation and she you know, maybe six months, and then there's the option of adding on chemotherapy to that as well. And mm -hmm. obviously my choice is, you know, for her best, um, you know, quality of life. So Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Fiona, what's her name? Her name is Kira. Kira. And what kind of dog is she? She's a Great Dane Cross. Okay. Cross with what? What do you cross a great dane with? I don't actually know. I adopted her when she was like a, a year poodle. And a half. She's she's from Australia and she came over here with me and my cat. No. Um and yeah, Wonderful. she's seven years old. 
is oh, from gosh. what I'm aware of. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let me let me get her on my radar, and then we'll okay. see what's going on. Let's just talk to her. So what I'm doing is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, Fiona, and I'm watching a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, which is the southeastern part of the U.S., and it's going across the ocean, going across Europe, hooking into you in Spain. All right. From you, I've got Kira on my radar. Okay. So um, back leg, the energy went to her left leg. Is it her back left leg that's affected? It is. All right. Yeah. That's where the energy went. Okay. What I'm doing is I'm scooping out the cancer in her back leg. And it's, it looks like it's in, I don't know that much about the osteosarcoma. I mean, I know it's just cancer, but it looks like it's in, is it in the bone marrow? It looks like it's on the, in, in the inside of her bone. Is that what the... Yeah, it, it's bone cancer. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's what I'm doing is I'm, I'm tunneling through the inside of that back leg and scooping it out. You know, when you get a bone and it's got that squishy stuff inside of it, like a meat bone. And so that's Mm -hmm. the bone marrow. So I'm getting that out. You know, my, my analogies are really descriptive just so that you can picture what I'm seeing because mm-hmm. you're going to help me do the healing on this by sure. um, picturing what I'm doing. So uh, I'm scooping that out and I'm pouring stem cell energy in there. Stem cell energy looks like a light amber colored gel. It has sparkles in it and it uh, has water. It's a watery consistency. And so... That's going in. There's a, a vortex that's spinning above her, her back hind, you know, left leg. And uh, so that's going to transform that into new bone. Let's do a DNA healing on her. And so okay. I'm watching two strands of DNA come out. I'm watching the letters in the strands of DNA, which is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. Fiona, those are um, what's happening is they're being reconfigured so okay. that it's going to correct the mutation in there. All right. So, Kira, talk to us. What do you want your mom? What do you want Fiona to know? Do you want her to euthanize you? She's saying not yet. Okay. Okay. Eventually, she's saying if needed. All right. So do you want your mom to have you go through surgery to have your leg amputated? She said, heavens, no. That's exactly what she said. She goes, heavens, no. Like, wah. All right. So do you want to go through chemo? No. She doesn't want to do that either. So she just me neither. She yeah, she just wants to be with you. Let's see if that healing works. She's saying that she is uncomfortable. Pain medication will be okay if you uh you know, if she gets to the point where she needs to be on pain medication, that's all right. But she she's already she, on pain medication now. Okay. All right. So is it enough to to handle the level of pain? She's saying at times. She said at yes. times it's not enough. And yeah. she'd like a higher dose if possible. But she's saying she doesn't want you to take any kind of extraordinary means to take care of her. Okay. But uh, just to, you know, just be with her and let her love on you and you love on her and, and enjoy her while she's here. Hopefully that healing will help and it will help slow <laughs> it down. I hope so too. Yeah. 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 Mm. So just um, 
just spend as much time as you can with her and, and, uh, you know, know she knows okay, that you so love she her. She doesn't and, want the amputation either. No, she don't want the amputation. She don't want to be euthanized yet. She's saying you'll know to euthanize her when she can't control her bowels anymore. I hear that a lot. So okay. good luck. Keep us posted on what's happening. Thanks for calling in. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get somebody else on and see what their question is. Welcome back. Our next caller is Ronak. Hi, Ronak. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you? Not good. Since he left me, just like empty. Well, first of all, tell everybody where you're calling from. Tell us where you're calling from. I'm, I'm calling from Albany, New York. Okay, and tell us what's going on. My husband had ocular melanoma. He diagnosed uh, June 2018, and he died December 5th, 2020. No. And I don't think he was ready to go. Because the day he died, we had planned, we make a reservation to a hotel room, two hotel rooms, so our all grandkids can go to swimming. Mm-hmm. And okay. then he felt so restless the whole night. The next day, just restless, then died. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Okay, well, how may I comfort you? Have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet? No, I just saw your one interview on YouTube. Okay. All right. Get a hold of angelic attendance. What really okay. happens as we transition from this life into the next is available in paperback, in digital. You can download it on a Kindle and or a computer and read it, and you can listen to it. It's going to give you a lot of information about how... What was your husband's name? Uh, his name Kelly Parker. Kelly, okay. Yeah. It's going to give you information about how Kelly was surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of, of uh, deceased uh, pets, too. He is next to me. I, I just yeah. want to feel him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's standing next to you. Our heads are big satellite dishes. And yeah. when we think of someone who's deceased in just spirit form, they come in immediately, and he's standing to your right. Do you talk to him now, Ronak? Are you able to? I do talk to... to him every day. Good, good. He's going to answer you, and it's going to feel like it's a que- it's a uh, thought in your head. It's going to come in within a second. You're going to know it's him when it comes in as fast as you can snap your fingers. If it takes longer than a second, that's going to be your brain talking to you. Okay, so do you have some questions for him? Can we ask him a couple of questions so you know that he's around? Yes, like when he dying, did he suffer? He He said he, yeah, he said not when he actually died, but he's been suffering leading up to his death. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was in morphine. And I was holding his hand and his daughter, he remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's saying that it it was, uh, he said it it felt slippery. 
I've never heard anybody describe it like that before. He said, Ronak, he said it felt slippery when he left his body. It was like he was sliding out of his body. His spirit was sliding out of his body. What an interesting way to describe it. He said it was really easy and it was uh, the perfect timing. So did he die in his sleep? Yes. Yeah, that's what he's telling me. This guy gave him morphine because he was restless. He just wanted to stand up. He's saying, honey, help me to stand up. Then help me to go to bed. And twice he fell. So hospice girl said, just let him uh, in bed and never let him get out. Yeah. So put him in morphine. And he opened his eye. Before he died, he opened his eyes. Oh, to but look I don't at know you. Who he looking to? Me or yeah. his daughter? Yeah. yeah, yeah, both of you. He was he he was opening his eyes so he could see you guys with his human eyes one last time. Now he's in spirit form, so he's around you all the time. And he's saying this. He, he's really cute. He goes, "This is great because I could be a lot of places all at the same time and be with be with lots of different people." So. And he yelled at me day before he died. Hospice girl come and I crying. And he's saying, you are a selfish woman. You want to steal my funeral to crying. Oh. Saying, yeah, he said, you will, you will cry and everyone will look at you. No one will look at me. Oh. Did he? I was crying at his funeral. Did he really mad at me? No, no, no. No, he was teasing you. He was trying to make you laugh because you were crying. So he was just... Love since he left me. I I forget how to smile. Yeah. Well, the grief is intense. Obviously, you're in the middle of it. And something that that I find that that can help a lot is if you think of grief like waves of the ocean. You know, the ocean's calm. And then the waves come crashing in with a lot of force, like grief. It comes in and it hurts a lot, and it comes crashing in. But when you feel like that, Ronak, what you can do is think, picture waves of the ocean and how they're going to recede. You know, the waves come crashing in, especially at high tide, and then they recede, and then it's calm, and then they'll come crashing in again, and then they'll recede. It will help you get through it in the short run. I have one last question that... Did we are soulmate because I was from Bangladesh and not born here. And he saw me a matrimonial side when he was 47 years, single father, his little one just turned 18. Uh-huh. And he's that one of my picture make him go to Bangladesh. First, he saw me January 31st. We married March 19th. Like guy uh-huh. never go to out of Albany to went to 12,000 miles just to marry me. So do you think we are soulmate? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and soulmates, we have more than one soulmate. He's your romantic soulmate because everybody you know in your life is your soulmate. Even the yes. even the person at the grocery store that you see when you check out. That's and a soulmate. Everybody a in our woman. lives. No one married me in my country. Their culture was my country, like groom family come, pick a girl, then groom come. No one pick me because I'm not good looking guy. But he saw one my picture and saying my picture saying, why I make him, why I make him, he make me wait that long, something. He made you, he made you wait till you were 40 to marry you? Is that what you're talking about? 
I was 37 when he found me. And okay. I was unmarried, Vardin, because no one picked me. Well, that's because you were supposed to wait for Kelly. That's what that that's what was going on there. There's lots of ugly women that get married. You don't have to be a beauty queen to get married. So yeah. and and beauty so in that's the, make in the... me think like maybe we know each other long before. That's right. I well, never I think... know one guy from America come and marry me and bring me yeah. here. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you waited for him and I'm sure and I'm sure he's glad too. So just remember the waves of the ocean. I'm gonna need to run so I can get somebody else on, but just okay. remember the waves of the ocean. Next life Honey, let, 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 me, let me come let me come back to you and okay. let me see if I can get somebody else on. Okay, hang in there. All righty. Okay, let's go to Robert next. Hi Robert. Hi. How you How doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay, considering. <laughs> Please tell um, everybody where you're calling in from. Oh, I'm. Uh, I live in Tacoma, Washington, just south of uh, Seattle. And, okay. Um, I uh, my problem is the arteries. I I'm, I'm convinced that my arteries are not. Working properly, maybe only twenty percent comes to or something like that. I've been studying this for so long, I and mean, I could be wrong, but anyway, it's uh, it happened during basketball. I play basketball at forty, and I'd faint. So I gotta, and I'm waiting this long to get it fixed. <laughs> so have um, so have you been to the doctor? Have they tested you? I mean, what are, what are they seeing? No, I, I I was going to the doctor, but they they said you have uh, COVID, so you got to go back home and stay there. I said okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> they don't want you infecting everybody. <laughs> oh goodness! All right. So I don't. Is it is it difficult to watch the arteries as if they're pumping correctly or? No. Yeah. Let the, me get you on my radar, and we'll we'll rotor rooter them if they need to be rotor rootered. How about that? Oh, so good. I'm all right. I've got, I've got you on my radar. I went ahead and connected to you. All right. So, yeah, they're pretty cloggy. All right. So, we're just starting They are. We're, yeah. Okay. I'm coming out I'm coming out from your heart, going up the carotid arteries in your neck. You have the kind of plaque buildup, Robert, that looks like calamari rings. It's smooth. And so imagine there's a corkscrew and it's spinning very fast. And what it's doing is it's morselating that uh, plaque. And then we'll irrigate it out. Okay, coming down your your main abdominal aorta, down the middle of your body. Okay, working that. And then down into your femoral arteries in your legs. Okay, right leg's worse than the left. Right leg's done. Left <laughs> leg's getting it now. Okay, and then we're irrigating I say we, it's spirit working through me and with me, irrigating all that gunk out of there. Okay, and then I'm uh-huh. pouring stem cell energy into you, light amber colored gel, sparkles in it, that's going to regenerate the tissue. It's all diet. It's, you know, it's diet. Yeah. Stay low that's on the true. food chain. Yeah, it, 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 the plaque comes from inflammation. And the inflammation and, comes from the food that, that you quick? eat. And it's all gone that quick? Well, and it's just, all gone that quick? I just did an energetic healing on you. Now that will integrate into your body and that may oh, okay. take 
happen instantly. It may take days, weeks, months. You may need to change your diet. Okay. Okay. So thanks for calling in. Hope that helps. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it'll be fun to see who's next. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Meg. Hi, Meg. Wow. How are you? <laughs> Sorry, I just... I'm well. My, uh, thank you. Um, I don't even know how to pose this question. Um, I... And I was wondering if you might be able to see my sister or my dad by any chance. Um, just my sister passed from the COVID. But one reason I've got enormous respect for you is you came from the business world into the woo-woo. And... Um, I have gotten my sight and hearing back and have had similar, just listening to Greg Braden, um, had walked out of the Mayo and had two um, grapefruit-sized masses in my abdomen go away. I have experienced incredible things and know and have had seen incredible things and come from a place of absolute love. I, in the last, I've sold my home and and had a wonderful um, business for 20 some years to get my sight and hearing back. And I'm starting over. And now I, I I'm waiting for you to tell me part of my, my spirit bubble is coming out of my head. I don't be, I am having a hard time knowing and, and seeing what I almost see energy. I don't even know how to explain. I'm having a hard time getting readjusting. And my dad was very business oriented and I can't wait to be working again and to get back up to speed, I, especially with my sister passing. Um, and, and I, I get, I feel them and I sense them. And just when you know your days are numbered, I just can't wait to be pouring back out the love that everyone has poured on me. And I, when I get emotional, it's out of frustration. And if, I don't know if you can clear a block or I meditate constantly. I'm writing. I'm, I know I've got to do all the work, but I, I don't know what I'm not. And I do get, um, directed throughout the day, uh, you know, do, you know, and, and okay. this one. All right. All right. Let's, but, let's slow down a minute here. First of all, where sorry. are you calling in? Where are you calling from? <laughs> then we'll, we'll oh, distill this down. Um, all right. Where are you? Outside of Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. You, okay. you said you went to the Mayo, so I was going to ask you if you were in Minnesota. So Jacksonville. Okay. What's your question? Uh, first of all, I think you need can to you... be in my class so that you can learn how to do all this stuff, all this woo-woo stuff. And because the only prerequisite for my class is you got to speak English. And you qualify for that. You speak English <laughs> really quickly, well. Too. And quickly. So what's your question? How, but my what would you, question is, is there any, to imply that there's a block or that it, to get out of my own way, if you will, can you help me spiritually right now as you've done physically with others to yeah, help me you, to get a clear signal <laughs> to, yeah. I, I just, I, um, there's issues with my mouth I need to take care of dentist wise. I, I just need to, I have been, um, I've got a loan in the, the making with hopefully I'll get a partner and a co-signer to start a couple other one of two businesses. But 
I, I, there's no one that's working harder that's not getting paid than me. <laughs> okay. I just can't so wait let's, to let's get up and let's back up. Let's back up a little bit. You feel that you have okay. a block about what? Um, I, um, just getting back into the business world. I had a, a wonderful okay. commercial photography business and which is not, applicable or I, I really can't do that right now to make any kind of living. So I have applied for job jobs um, to no avail. Just when I was getting my sight and hearing back, it's taken six years. So the, right now the normal hiring process with algorithms and um, it, it, it just, it, I've okay. talked to a so, couple of human resource so people that special back to the Anyways, block. That's not let's working. let's so go I'm back. Let's back go back. To, let's go back to the block. What do you feel okay. you're blocked about? That's what I'm momentum. I'm used to type A and being focused on something and I've got a I can't wait to be living again. <laughs> like okay. having my own play, I need to get up my own home again. Um okay. and just so, to be working. So you're ha- you're having trouble focusing, is that what I'm hearing? On, a on little what bit. it is. Just, okay. All right. And yeah. and so you feel like... And I'm feeling a lot of meditating and a lot of... Mm-hmm. I feel very woo-ish, not attached. That's why I joke Okay. I was okay. going to ask you if you saw part of my spirit coming out of my head already for the last year. I feel like... I feel woo-woo-ish. No, not I don't. Grounded. But But here's what you can do. <laughs> Good. You live in Jacksonville, okay. for heaven's sakes. Go to the beach... Put your bare feet every, in the every sand. Day, every day, my sister and I are there. <laughs> bare feet in the sand. A mat. Stand in the superwoman pose. You know, hands on hips, legs spread apart, like superwoman, superman. Close your eyes while your while your feet are in the sand, barefoot. You know, if it's okay. cold, don't do that. But if it's warm, do that. <laughs> and and imagine. That there's a geyser of energy coming from the center of the earth, the core of the earth, shooting up through your legs, out through the top of your head. That's going to ground you, and it's going to put you into the same frequency as spirit. Have you ever, you've heard of Tesla. Most people have heard of Tesla because of the car. This is all I've been doing for the last year and a half is studying all this. So I do this yeah. three or four, I mean, all day. It's going okay. into my head, down and the pineal gland. So no, you want it to it. come. You want it to come from the ground up, from the core the of the earth, feet. up okay. through the top of your head. When you bring it in from up above, you don't know what frequency you're bringing. Okay. When you come from the core of the earth, that's the same frequency as spirit. There, it's called scalar waves, and Tesla. Okay. He's the one that discovered them. And so you want ah. to come from the core of the earth up because when you're bringing okay, it from you. who knows where in, who knows what you're bringing in, what frequency. Okay. Okay. And the core of the earth is powered by, there are 2,000 lightning strikes a second throughout the world. And it goes into the core of the earth. And that's the same frequency as spirit. So when you're coming from the core of the earth, then you can connect to spirit. Does that make sense? 
Yes. Yeah. And then take take it one step at a time, Meg. When when we feel overwhelmed, it's because we're thinking too far in advance. And our heads don't have our our human minds don't have the capacity to envision all of the variables that are going to come in to affect an outcome. So what we want to do is we want to take it one step at a time. And then okay. you're going to get led to do something else and then take another step. You'll led to be to to whatever else you're supposed to do. So just do it one step okay. at a time on one thing and continue to ground yourself from the earth up. So, Thank thanks you for calling in. Congratulations on getting well. Stay with us everybody. We'll be right back after the break and get a bunch more callers on. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website at AskJulieRyan.com and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. So please remember to subscribe and leave a review. You know, that enters you into the drawing for a free session if you leave a review. And go to RateThisPodcast.com forward slash Julie to leave a review. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. And we put a reminder to call in every week on the day of the show, and it has all these call-in numbers, plus it's in the show notes, as I mentioned. So while you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. And you can also schedule an appointment while you're there. And then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want, which is always fun. And I'm scheduled out a couple of months, so... Go ahead and get on my calendar, and then when you get your confirmation email, you'll see a reschedule button at the bottom of the page. Click on that periodically, and it will show you other appointments that open up. There were two that were rescheduled so far this week for like a couple weeks out, and I think they were scheduled a couple months out. So it happens all the time. You just you just got to keep clicking on that reschedule button. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. 
Okay. This week, we got a question from Laura, and Laura lives in Albany, New York, and she said, Hi, Julie. I found you when you were interviewed on the Inspire Nation show and have been so enjoying your podcast ever since. Oh, thank you for listening, Miss Laura. In addition, I just purchased your book, Angelic Attendance, and I'm looking forward to diving in. Again, thank you. Hope you enjoy it. I was wondering if you could help me, quote, cut the cords for my desire to drink. My father passed away at the age of 52 from cirrhosis of the liver, and I swore I would never, in all caps, find myself on a similar path. But 12 years post-divorce, here I am at the age of 54, drinking much more than I want to on a nearly nightly basis. It's something that I feel deep shame about, and I truly believe my drinking is keeping me from being who I came here to be. I took a 10-month class from a wonderful spiritual teacher and had some really magical, mystical experiences. I'd like to continue developing these abilities and begin to work toward my life purpose. Maybe I chose to have this love-hate relationship with alcohol in my life plan, but I so want to be done with it. My partner says he'll never not drink, so removing alcohol from my home is not an option. I hope that you can help me. Is there some sort of a desire for alcohol switch you can flip to off? Many thanks for your beautiful work. I'm so happy I found you and hope to take your training in the future. Much love, Laura. And here's my response. Hi, Laura. Thanks for listening to my show and for reading Angelic Attendance. I hope you find it informative, comforting, and heartwarming. Regarding your questions around excessive drinking and finding yourself emulating your father, turns out you're absolutely right. There is a polymorphism, which means genetic variation, of the DRD2 gene found to be associated with alcoholism and other substance abuse disorders, including cocaine, nicotine, opioid dependence, and obesity. An article titled Addiction and Its Reward Process Through Polymorphisms of the D2 Dopamine Receptor Gene, that's a mouthful for a title, reports that in an effort to compensate for deficiencies of the brain, one form of the DRD2 gene, the A1LL, I don't know if I said that right, but it's A-L-L-E-L-E-L-L, renders the dopamine system inefficient and rewards substance abuse that increases brain dopamine levels. In essence, people with this gene have a super sensitivity to addictive stimuli. In addition, in an article titled Neurogenics of Dopamine Receptor Supersensitivity about addiction relapse, it said, quote, we propose that low D2 receptor density and polymorphisms of the D2 gene are associated with risk for relapse of substance abuse, including alcohol dependence, heroin craving, cocaine dependence, methamphetamine use, nicotine sensitization, and glucose craving, end quote. So what all this means is there's a gene mutation that causes addiction. It's like the off switch doesn't happen. I went on to say, is there a genetic component to addiction? Well, some researchers, some researchers believe there is, and an addiction sure seems to run in families. Doesn't even have to be the same kind of addiction. It can be any kind of addiction. Seems to run in families. You'll see it in multiple generations. So is it nature or nurture? Probably both. As a sugar addict with alcoholism in her family, I believe I too 
have this DRD2 polymorphism in my gene pool mix. And although I did a DNA healing on myself, what finally worked for me was to completely give up sugar almost three years ago. You'll never be able to totally avoid being around alcohol, just like I can't avoid being avoid being around sweets. But we can, however, limit it in our homes. You'll figure out a way. In the meantime, I did a DNA healing on you and suggest you consider talking with a licensed addiction specialist who can assist you. A good place to start your confidential search is at the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. This is in America, and the acronym is S-A-M-H-S-A, SAMHSA, an agency within the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Another good resource is the Therapist Finder at Psychology Today. So if you do an internet search on substance abuse, Mental Health Services Administration or Psychology Today, you'll be led to those links. By the way, they're on my blog on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. You can just click on them there. And then I ended with, you are absolutely on your life's path, and it includes an experience on the addiction adventure. Trust you'll be led to the people you need who will act as your tour guides. I thought that was a great question, and I think it's so applicable. I read a statistic recently that said that 20, what was it? No, it was like 50-some percent of women believe that they have a sugar addiction, and I believe alcoholism is a sugar addiction, because if you think about it, alcohol, when we drink it, doesn't even have to be absorbed. It doesn't have to be digested. It's like a sugar IV. So, uh, great question, and I hope that information helps. Okay, let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. You are most welcome. Please please let us all know where you're located. Uh, I'm in Austin, Texas. Oh, terrific. How are things down there? Oh my gosh, the weather's been beautiful. <laughs> good, good. So I ha- can't complain. <laughs> it has been here as well in, in Alabama. So, all right, well, great. Do you have a question for me? I do. Um, so I've been having some um, body pain shifting throughout my body. Um, it's mostly in my neck, okay. um, but it's been in my lower back as well. And then also on the left side of my body. And so I'm wondering if, you can do a body scan and see if there's something that I need to uh, investigate further. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, so here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to Austin. <laughs> okay, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, yeah, your low back's inflamed, not just on the left side, but the whole thing. Um, inflammation looks like red fog on body parts to me, Teresa. So I'm using anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color, to get it calmed down so I can see what's going on. You got a bulging disc on the left side of your your low back. So what I'm doing is I'm propping the vertebrae up like I use this analogy a lot for backs, which I think I crack myself up with it. But think of you live in Texas. Think of a rack of baby back ribs. Right? Okay. Okay. You got the ribs. The ribs represent the vertebrae. The meat in between the ribs represent the discs. All right. When the when the discs are are 
coming out and they're bulging a little bit and pressing on nerves, those vertebrae are starting to collapse a little bit. So what I've done is I've watched them get repositioned. And this is hilarious. Have you ever seen anybody lay tile on a floor or on a countertop before? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. You know those little spacer <laughs> things they put between the tiles before they pour the grout mm-hmm. in it? The that's what I... Yeah, that's what I watch happen to get the vertebrae lined up again. So I did that, pushed that disc back in, and then there's this little tiny netting, this really fine netting, the kind that you'd see on a uh, net that you'd get a goldfish out of a fishbowl. And that's put on the vertebrae, and it stretches from the upper one to the lower one. I watch this healing all the time, multiple times a week with clients. So what's happening is that push the disc back in, all your vertebrae are lined up again. I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment happen, and hopefully that will help. Do you see a chiropractor, Teresa? I have, have before, but I haven't in a while. Okay. So. I think they can fix you in short order. Okay, awesome. So if you know of one, if you don't, ask around, and people you know will will be able to tell you, yeah, yeah I've gone to this person for... 20 years and they're fabulous and just okay. just go get it go get adjusted because your vertebrae all lined up perfectly when I watch the adjustment happen so hopefully awesome. that will help and hopefully that'll help you feel better thank you thank you so much you are so welcome thank you for calling take care okay let's go to Alex next hi Alex oh Alex I'm gonna have to put you on hold for a minute because there's my music so we're going to go to commercial when we get back I'm going to see if I can get Alex on the phone hello let's go back to the phones and our let's try Alex again hi Alex can you hear me this time yes I can there you are thank you hi hi I had my phone on mute and forgot about it um, thank you for taking my call. My lymphedema is my my toes are so swollen. They look like little puppy sausages, but Aww. they're they're red and so swollen. And it gets to be a little scary. I bet. I bet. Okay. I mean, I can't Where... even I, I can't even walk. I I kind of do a penguin waddle. I used to be a dancer. Mm. No more. Aww. And I'm just dancing. I bet. Okay. Where are you located, Alex? Oh, my apologies. I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. All right. All right. Let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. Let's see if we can do a, do a, um, something to help with those, those little sausage pigs of yours, those little toes. Uh, all right. Here comes my laser beam. My legs are just. Swollen, just unreal, Mm -hmm. and just the fluid has nowhere to go. Okay. All right. So I got got you on my radar. Okay. So what I'm doing, you know those old-fashioned bathtubs? My meemaw had one, one of those clawfoot bathtubs. She had this great big rubber stopper thing in the drain and when we were little we used to love to pull that thing out when we after we were done with our baths you know watch the water go flying out of that big old-fashioned tub that's what just happened on the bottom of both feet it's almost like these big rubber drain stoppers got pulled out and the fluids coming out with that all right lymph 
uh, material, the, you know, the lymph that's in the lymph system looks mm-hmm. like a kind of a mustard colored lava lamp to me. You know what lava lamps look like with that stuff that just kind of well, yeah. kind of globs up and down on a lava lamp. That's what lymph um, fluid looks like to me. So I'm rinsing it out. You know, we're just just irrigating it to get that out. Are you diabetic? Do you have uh, sugar issues? No. Okay. Because a not, lot of the time, a lot of, of the, a lot of the time, it's an insulin spike that causes the lymphedema. It, from what I've read, and I'm not a physician, but I've read about that. That when you, uh, when we eat insulin, or when we need insulin, because we're eating something that's refined, either sugar or something refined, that it can cause swelling. It causes us to retain water and salt. And which makes us retain water. So you may want to cancer. Mm-hmm. And the um, I was doing okay one two three four five six seven eight views of radiation and chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Radiation mm-hmm. was daily, and that destroys the lymph system too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, pay attention to what you're eating too, because that can that came into me was that can okay. exacerbate what you've got going on, and it's something you can control with that. Okay. So hopefully that will help give you some relief is uh, by draining that energetically and then pay attention. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it because it's making it worse. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you and know, you show, you I, show I a five-year-old, you show a five-year-old an apple and a Twinkie and you say, which one did God make? And they're going to know which one God made. So yeah, and that's what it, I'm getting. Do I have time for one more question for my new cat? Well, let me, well no, okay. let me put you back not, on hold. And if I right. have time, I'll come back to you. Okay. That's all right. Thanks for, we can thanks for calling time. in. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Robin next. Hi, Robin. Hi. Hi, Robin. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good, thank you. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Well, terrific. You got a question for me? I do. Um, I have triple negative breast cancer in my right breast. Okay. And I have had a lumpectomy, but I'm due to start chemo tomorrow. Oh, my lymph nodes are negative, but my margins had some cancer in them. Okay. And also the tumor was up against the skin, so they cauterized the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I was wondering if you could scan my right breast. Sure. Absolutely. So what I'm doing is I'm watching a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham. It's hooking into you in Arizona. All right, got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay. All right. Uh, I get that they got clean margins in the lumpectomy. And what I'm, what I'm watching happen when I see somebody get chemo and I'm working with a chemo patient, I watch their body go into a cryogenic state. And it's as if there's a tube in the middle of their body. Like it reminds me of those pneumatic tubes, you know, at the bank when you're in the drive through and you put your money in it and then it sucks it up. It's just a clear tube, and that's where the chemo goes in. And the chemo looks like hot lava to me. 
in my mind's eye. But the rest of the body is in a cryogenic state, which is a cold state, and it protects the tissues. So I just did that with your body. I just put you in that state in anticipation for the chemo. When you're getting the chemo done, envision that. Envision there's this tube down the center of your body and the rest of your body's in a, like, packed in ice kind of a thing. Interestingly enough about that, when I first started my career back a million years ago and I was selling hospital supplies, one of the products I sold way back when was a cap that was an ice pack cap that people that got chemo back then would wear on their heads and it would help hair loss, help prevent hair loss. And so this cold therapy has been around for a long time. So I think it's interesting that that's the healing that I always see with somebody that's getting chemo. That's number one. Number two, let's do a DNA healing on you real quickly. There are seven strands of DNA that have come out of a chromosome in your body, Robin. And Uh those are the recipes that tell the cells how to behave. They have mutations in them. I'm watching their letters get resequenced and then they snap back into the chromosome. I do this all the time with cancer patients. It works great. So we're going to need to go to a break, but good luck with that. Picture that cryo state and uh, and good luck with all of that. I'll, I'll continue to work on you over the break. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's go to the phones and I believe our next caller Stacy. Hi Stacy. All right. Well, let me try. It looks like you've called in twice. Stacy, are you on that line? Can you hear me yeah. on this one? Oh, there you are. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, Julie. I had I had um, you twice I, on my dashboard. Oh. Do you have a I, well, Do you, do you I have a I Siamese twin? Twice. Do you have a Siamese yeah, twin and you maybe. were separated at birth? <laughs> Possibly. I just don't know. Possibly. Oh, please tell everybody where you're located. (laughs) I'm um, outside Chicago, Illinois. All right. Are you have you uh, have you gotten unburied yet from all that snow that you guys got? (laughs) No, not yet. We we got more today. So, um, yeah, we're just. I'm just. uh, It's okay. It's pretty, but you know, it's a it's a lot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh well. Well, I'll send some sunshine up there to help melt that stuff. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, so I um I had I, I had um a tumor, a cancerous tumor on my liver, my the right side of my liver. Mm-hmm. Um and I was scheduled for surgery. Um and when they did a pre-surgical CT scan, they found tumors on the, my, the left side of my liver, um, which made me no longer a candidate for surgery. Mm-hmm. So I was re- referred back to oncology and um, the recommendation is chemotherapy. So mm-hmm. I guess my question is, um, I can't, like, I can't quite figure out, like, I- I'm trying to remain curious about... <laughs> you know, why these popped up because I was very ready for, you know, to have surgery and um, I thought this, that might kind of be the end of it. Obviously it's not. So I don't, I'm not, I don't really know what's going on. And I was just wondering if you could maybe 
take a look at those tumors and give me mm-hmm. any insight mm-hmm. about, um, you know, I guess like what is um, kind of blocking me from healing from this? Okay. All right. So I've got you on my radar. And what I was just talking about with uh, with Robin right before, mm-hmm. uh, are you going to do chemo? When are you going to start? Yeah, I'm supposed to start next Wednesday. All right. I'm going to put you in a cryo state like I just did with Robin. All right. Okay. So did you hear me talking with Robin, our caller, right before the break? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I listened so, to that. Envision there's a tube that's going down the center of your body, like one of those pneumatic tubes that you see at the bank, at the drive through And that's what the chemo is going to go through. And it's only going to go where it's needed. And then the whole rest of your body is going to be in cryo. It's going to be in a frozen state, basically. And so that's what I'm doing right now. So you've got that. So envision that when you're having the chemo treatments. Mm -hmm. And that will help protect the other tissues. In the meantime, uh, we're doing a DNA healing. I see three strands that have come out of your chromosome. So a chromosome looks like a big X to me, Stacey, and it's come out Mm -hmm. to your left, my right, as I have the hologrammed of you in my mind's eye and I'm facing you. And these strands of DNA, again, are the recipe that tell the cells how to behave. And they, a strand of DNA is comprised of four nucleic acids, and they're represented by four letters, A, T, C, and G. And a strand of DNA can have 100,000 letters on it. It can have a billion letters on it. Doesn't matter how many it has. What I'm watching happen is I'm watching those letters get rearranged. Have you ever played Scrabble? Mm-hmm. Where you take the letters yeah. and move them up and over to form a word? That's what I'm watching mm-hmm. happen yeah. in warp speed. And then when it's resequenced, so the mutation's corrected, it goes back into your into the X chromosome, and the second strand just went back in. The third strand's working right now. The strands, when they come out of the X chromosome, Stacy, look to me like pieces of paper that you'd find inside a fortune cookie with the fortune written on mm-hmm. them. So that's a healing that you can envision that's just been done on you. And cancer cells like to mutate, and they're very crafty. So we just stay three steps ahead of them. You know, we can do this DNA okay. healing. It works great. I, there are so many clients with whom I work who were told, okay, you've got a week to live. And they're they're up walking around five years later because this DNA mm-hmm. healing is so powerful. So those are a couple of things that you can visualize when you're okay. uh, having your treatments. The other thing, what I was talking about earlier with Alex with the lymph issues, stay away from anything that's processed. God made it, eat it. Mm -hmm. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. And there's a book called Why We Get Sick by Ben Bickman, Benjamin Bickman, Ph.D. And he talks about the cancers. It's it's as a result of insulin resistance, which he claims Mm -hmm. 80-some percent of us have because we eat so much processed food. So that's something else that you can do to help your body heal. Have you read a book called Radical Remission? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, a really good that book. book. That's a great book. 
That's a really good book, too, I think, that can be helpful for you, Robin, and also for you, Alex, Radical Remission. And what that is for anybody listening that has cancer or is dealing with a loved one who does, it's a a woman who, I believe when she was getting her PhD at UCLA, she realized that, that there were a fair number of patients that went into remission, and the doctors didn't necessarily talk about it. And she asked them why, and they said because they didn't want to give their patients false hope. She thought, well, that's crazy. And so she spent a year going around the world interviewing people to find out who, who were in remission or, or believed to be cured. What did they do? What did they have in common from all these different countries and, and, uh, demographics and all of that? And, uh, it, it's pretty interesting what they came up with. So so envision yourself in a cryogenic state. There's a tube that the chemo is going through. The tube looks like lava. It's just running through your body. It's doing what it needs to do, but the rest of your body is protected. Okay. Okay. And hopefully that will help. Good luck with all of that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for Thank calling. You. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Ashley next. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Hi, Ashley. How are you? How are you? I'm well. How are you? I've been better, but I'm doing well overall. Oh. Uh oh. Where are you? Where are you located? So I'm calling from Winter Garden, Florida. Okay. What's going on? Why have you been better? Uh, I'm also like you. I don't really care for the cold stuff anymore. So I'm in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I don't do snow. <laughs> no, me either. Not anymore. Yeah. Right, right. But Paid my dues. Yeah. Oh, okay. How about so how about one? Let's you. let's go with one. Let's go with one. What's your first question? Okay, so um, it's about me. I've kind of been having some issues with eating lately. Um, okay. I haven't really had an appetite, and then when I do have an appetite, anything I eat is just really hurts my stomach. Um, okay. I've had some testing done and not getting really quite the answers I I want. Well, that's probably really what it is. I'm not getting the answers I want. Um, but <laughs> wondering if you could tune in and see what's maybe going on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of frustrating when you don't get the answers that you want, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. Uh, okay. Yeast, yeast, the age old yeast overgrowth. So shoot me an email, julie.julieryan.com. We'll send you the gut biome test link. That's going to tell you what your superfoods are that you can incorporate into your diet. And it's going to tell you what the foods are for you to avoid. Some of which you may be eating because you think they're healthy and they are. They're just not healthy for you right now. And, uh, so you want to do that as a first step. Stay away from processed foods. I sound like a broken record here the last four calls. I know. I, <laughs> I know. And I stay said, away maybe from. If I don't get to talk to you. I'm still getting an answer because. Yeah. Like stay away from. Part of this. Right. It's all. It's all diet. It's all gut. Stay away from fermented foods too, Ashley, because your gut is a fermentation factory. And uh, when you have yeast overgrowth, so you want to avoid that. And uh, if you're going to eat fruit, peel it. Never put a slice of lemon in water or any iced tea or anything ever again. 
And okay. uh, what else? Get yourself some nice statin. Get somebody to write a prescription for nice statin for you. N Y S T A T I N. It's an antifungal. Okay. Kills yeast on contact. Okay. Okay. So shoot me an email, julie.julieryan.com. Anybody that's listening, you are welcome to shoot me an email too, and we will um, get get you that gut biome test. And you do it at home. It's a fancy word for a poop test, Ashley. And okay. and then you send in the sample, and it's pretty remarkable because it's it's going to test the RNA of the critters in your gut. And why that's important is because when some of those critters hit oxygen, they die. Well, it's hard to get dead poop to grow in a Petri dish. Just don't work very well. So this stuff, you know, like like archaeologists find uh, dinosaur bones that are millions of years old and they can identify them based on what the DNA is, DNA and RNA. So that's what we'll do with that test, not we. That's what the company does. So shoot me an email. We'll get you a test. Hope you feel better. Take care. Thanks for calling. All righty, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back and get some more people on. So stay with us. You're you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. All right. We're back to the phones, and our next caller is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm good. Here, let me put you not on speakerphone so we can talk. I would appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for your patience. Oh, my pleasure. Happy to be here. I love listening to all that you share. Um, and thank you so much for what you do. You bet. Where are you located? Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Terrific. You got a quick question for me? I do. I have a question about um, past life. Okay, um, I, those are fun. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I have some, some inkling. I think maybe I might know, but nothing that I have felt very confirmed with. So if, I was hoping maybe you could check in and perhaps see where I've been. What else have you sure. experienced? Okay. The way that I do past lives, Heather, is we ask a question because we all live thousands of past lives. So we, we're we not going to live long enough to go through all your past lives. <laughs> we sure. don't have enough hours in the day. So do you have a question <laughs> in particular that you want to know about if you have a past life that correlates with something going on in your current life, perhaps? Yes. So I had a compulsion. I have one tattoo. I had a compulsion to get this particular tattoo. It okay. looks like a Quetzal, which is the um, flag, a national flag for Guatemala. And it's a connection to um, ancient, um, I don't know if it's Mayan, Inca. I, it's way, way back. I think there's like a Quetzalcoatl. God at one point. Anyway, I'm, I was fascinated as to why I felt compelled to get that tattoo. And perhaps okay. there was a link. Okay. So how I do past lives, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. So of course I'm going to do it differently than everybody else, just because that's just what I do. It's like if somebody has a good idea, you know, I like to tweak it. Can't help myself. Anyway, so I, I envision myself in this endless hallway, and uh, the ceilings are very tall. It's very narrow, and there are 
are big square mirrors that line the walls vertically and horizontally. And of course, they're perfectly spaced vertically and horizontally because, you know, I probably was potty trained too early. Maybe I'm a little <laughs> anal, but I, you know, they're not, they're not at haphazard and they're, they're lined up perfectly. And so we're going to ask the question. The ones that pertain to that question are going to come out from the wall. And then I'll say, show me the one that correlates the most. And that one will come out the furthest. And then I'm going to envision myself walking into it. And I'll be shown a scene. And we'll be getting the year and, and all of that. It's almost like the mirrors are on a hydraulic arm, Heather. And they come out mm-hmm. from the wall. So does Heather have any past lives that relate to her curiosity about, what do you call it, the cutsel or something? Cutsel, uh, yeah. Cutsel, which is on the flag. Uh, oh, it's a bird. Okay, I don't know what mm-hmm. it was. The cutesel bird. I get a yes. Okay, so there are a bunch of mirrors that have come out from the walls, which means you've had many lifetimes. I mean, there's a bunch of them. All right, so mm-hmm. show me the one that correlates the most. Okay, it's way the heck down. On the left, the year's 1312. Okay, I get what I'm seeing are the Mayan ruins, you know, the pyramids that mm-hmm. they have in Mexico. And they look, they don't look like the pyramids in Egypt necessarily. They, they look like they have steps on them mm-hmm. almost going up to that. All right. So what did you, oh, you were a, yeah, you were a, um, I'm going to, oh, you kind of look like a goddess kind of a figure. I mean, you're a, 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 a very beauteous, beautiful young woman doing that. All right. So what, what does that have to do with why is she in there and what's going on? All right. So you had something to do with the, ceremonies that were held there at the Mayan pyramids. I learned recently that there are pyramids all over the world. I, I mean, oh. I thought they were just the Mayans and and in uh, Egypt, but they're in, they're in all over the place. They're in Bosnia. There are some in America. They're in Hawaii. It's amazing where mm-hmm. they all are. So, yeah, so you had something to do with that from a ceremonial standpoint. You were hmm. somebody that was... Per, that, participated and helped facilitate ceremonies, kind of like the magician's assistant, is what Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. reminding me of. You know, the gal that's on stage and she's the magician's assistant. So that's what (laughs) I'm... Yes, she gets her legs cut off, yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, yeah, interesting question. Thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Emily next. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. Can you hear us? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? There you are. Yes, ma'am. Where are you? Where are you located? Great. Um, I am in Eureka, California. It's super northern California. Yeah. Beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah. You got a quick question for me? We've just got a couple minutes left. You got a couple quick oh, questions? I'm so lucky. I've been waiting. Um, I just wanted to ask, um, about three months ago, my dad decided to take his own life. And oh. I was wondering if you could talk to him and ask why, because he didn't tell anyone and we don't understand. Is there any message you could give me or my family? Yeah, yeah. he's standing to your right, Emily. That. They all come in, you know, when we talk about them, they, when we think about them, mm-hmm. our satellite dish head just connects with his frequency. What, what was his name, Emily? 
Ray. Ray. Ray, what was up with you committing suicide? Was he sick, Emily? He said he found out he had cancer and he didn't want to go through the, he didn't want to go through it. Really? Yeah. I mean, he had pancreatic cancer years ago, but had it removed. I think Um, it came back. He found out it came back and he just didn't want anybody to, to, he just didn't want to go through it. And he didn't want to burden anybody is what he's saying. It was about cancer. Okay. He found out he had cancer and he, and he didn't want to go. He's saying, I didn't want to go through it and I didn't want to burden my family. They know, he's saying, they know I love them. I'm around them all the time. You know how to talk to them. You say something to them in your head or aloud. He's going to answer you. It's going to sound like it's your thought that's in your head. He's caused, um, he's just caused so much pain for all of us. I just, I wish he would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, he thought he was sparing you pain from going through the cancer with him. And himself. Okay. Read my book, Angelic Attendance. It'll it'll help you deal with all of the grief. Okay, thank you. Okay, you bet. That's it for this week. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening and sending lots of love from Sweet Home Alabama. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.